This episode of Internet Today is sponsored by Smart News. You know, I really did want to kick this week off with something other than Twitter news, but here we are living through one of the funniest yet most perilous tech acquisitions of all time. But mostly funny. It is pretty funny, but with consequences that are yet to be seen. Hopefully nothing bad. Uh, the world's richest man has finally, finally found himself inside of a problem that he can't just buy his way out of. And just by the very nature of this acquisition, he has allowed himself to be publicly mocked and ridiculed as he attempts a somewhat open source approach to running an already failing business. Elon Musk has made himself readily available to anyone with a big idea on how things should work. As long as those people are already fans of his and tell him exactly what he wants to hear. Yeah, so by making himself available to crowdsourced solutions, he's also inadvertently turned himself into Twitter's only customer service agent. It also has a lot to do with him firing anyone else who would be a point of contact in any way yes. for Twitter, uh, while also becoming a magnet for an endless supply of brilliant ideas from anyone and everyone online. He's basically the U.S. Patent Office, yeah, he... among many uh, other hats that he wears now. You see, <laughs> Musk stands, they're all inventors, just like Elon himself, meaning they're not inventors. They just, they've got ideas that may or may not work. <laughs> I got a bunch of ideas, all I, I just need All I need skills. is someone with the skills to make my ideas a reality. Yeah, someone who can- I'm more of a big picture guy. Take my idea and not tell me it's impossible or stupid right off the bat, but still try and in some ways uh, manipulate the idea enough to where it's no longer my idea, but I can still take credit for it. Right. Yeah. But luckily, thanks to writer Dan Ozzie, who has collected a bunch of tweets from Elon Stans, we can see what kind of future is truly possible. Mm -hmm. The inventions are out there. You just have to believe. Mm -hmm. So here are some examples from that guy's thread titled, People Asking Elon to Invent Things. Can you invent clothes that never get dirty or need ironing? Thank you. I love that one because that is, that is a person who uh, probably smells kind of bad. Yeah, also, um, this in, in some forms does actually exist. Um, but also, uh, there's so many where uh, it's ended with thank you, as if it's implied that he will get right on it yep. and complete the task. You should invent a hammer with a camera inside. What? I want to see what I'm smashing. I mean, you can... Okay. It's, yeah. you know... Say what you want, but people do find that uh, channel where the thing, the pressure smashing thing. Yeah, it's, it, it is cool to see. But if there was a camera inside of the the pe the the cylinder, mm -hmm. it would just be black as soon as it makes contact. But the ride the to that black footage, much like with life, the ride to that eternal blackness is the fun part. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Side note, can you invent a passenger plane that can eject passengers the same way fighter aircraft do? From the side though, just maybe not everyone on board and their pets have to die crashing into the ocean when something goes wrong. I'm sure even a giant parachute would work. Why has no one thought of this? <laughs> this is, finally someone is ready to crack the code. Big airline, they, you know, they've had so many failures, so many catastrophic failures, but mm -hmm. all they had to do was install fighter jet style ejector seats into every seat on an yeah. airplane mm -hmm. and have them eject out of the side. For some out of reason. the side, yes. At, uh, you know, 30,000 feet and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but also, if that doesn't work, why not just put a gigantic parachute on the plane? Uh, taking things one step further, this poster might have gotten to the point where they ask comically why they don't make the plane out of everything that the black box is made of. Yeah, that's a free one. 
Uh, so these next two, they are very uh, annoyed by two very specific, seemingly rare issues with loud noises. Please, can you invent a dentist drill that plays music instead of that horrible worry <laughs> This person is going through so much dental work that, uh, and by the way, uh, no, you can't just turn on a Bluetooth All right, let's, speaker. Let's boot this thing up. I made you look. I made you look. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Taking it to the streets. <laughs> like, uh, just, and also the worst music it has to play. And the idea that you can't have uh, a dentist office with a Bluetooth speaker mm -hmm. uh, by there. Now, the drill itself has to make music instead of the sounds of a drill. I, in, in my mind, this is a person who grew up on one of those toothbrushes that plays the song so kids know how long to brush for, yeah. and then uh, neglected their teeth upon becoming an adult because they couldn't find an adult toothbrush that would play right. adult songs while they brushed. Yeah. And so this is the final conclusion for them is like, well, at the very least, the dentist could put something on for me. Uh, yeah, it's a great idea. Here's another similar one. Yeah. Can you invent a silent garbage truck? Pretty please. Hashtag suburban problems. I mean, the garbage is loud. This one is funny because specifically uh, as admitted by the person, they are living in a suburban area where trash pickup is clearly like once a week. For wherever they're living yeah. in the suburbs it is like by neighborhood you're not in the city where you're getting like a bunch of different businesses or whatever yeah i, I just had garbage day today and uh, i live in a fairly dense neighborhood and on garbage day it's three separate trucks that pick up three separate types of is trash it just one day a week though for it a, a short just, amount of time it is, well it's one day but it's it's kind of all day you, you hear the trucks going did you around. write this tweet no, because I don't fucking care. Like, it's a mild annoyance. <laughs> I know. We don't need to invent a whole new fucking truck. It, having said that, electric trucks uh, and naturally natural-powered trucks would be, you know, you're almost there, I guess. You're picking up uh, thousands of large bins of trash. And throwing and them. Throwing and throwing them into... And smashing yeah, them. It's, it's just, it's not going to be quiet. It is, Sorry. yeah, inherently loud. Uh, next up, could someone please invent a cordless lamp? You mean a flashlight, you fucking idiot? <laughs> There. Some of these have to be trolled. Give, give me a thousand dollars. Also, there are actual battery-powered and solar-powered lamps and yeah. all kinds of uh, fun little gizmos. Just open yeah. up the Sharper Image catalog. Yeah. You'll see all these. All these cool Elon inventions <sighs> exist uh, in uh, Sky Mall, which doesn't exist anymore. So people are like out there wishing that it was still real. Right. We need the Sky Mall back. Yeah. My boyfriend wants to pitch an idea. He says, instead on leashes, we should have dog teleportation. <laughs> so if your dog walks too far away from its owner, it teleports back to its owner. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, let's just... Uh, it's, inventing teleportation, inventing teleportation for, for, this, for lost dogs. For this specific purpose and nothing And else. not even lost dogs. Dogs that run away a little yeah, too far. Yeah, uh, it's too far ahead. I don't want to tug. Uh, um, can we teleport instead? The convenience, great. Um, the unforetold mental strain on an animal... Yeah. Maybe not worth it. And finally, uh, the only good suggestion that we found. Please invent something that destroy Earth so we can rest in peace, all of us, shaking hands emoji. <laughs> well, anyways, these are all pointlessly stupid, but based on Elon's track record, it is at least somewhat likely that he's reading through all of these dumb ideas, all of the attention seekers, and all of the trolls, because Elon has literally built his own personal hell where he is now the manager of Twitter and apparently splits his time between figuring out the worst ways to make something profitable and fielding complaints and suggestions from an audience that he's spent years whittling down until it was only the most desperate losers. I, like, you know, big celebs with millions of followers, like, I don't reply to them because I'm like, they're not going to fucking see it. It would be embarrassing. For I them. reply to Elon because there is 
there's a chance. Not only a non-zero chance, I'd say a pretty high chance that he's going to see me dunking on him in his replies. Yeah. Yeah. He, he thrives. He thrives off of He it. reads all his replies. And, and while it's funny that Elon decided to do this to himself, there are also potential, you know, real problems with the way that the platform is being run. And we shouldn't have to wait until something horrific happens to point out glaring issues. Uh, case in point, the fact that the multiple rounds of layoffs at Twitter under the guidance of owner slash CEO Elon Musk have resulted in the platform's uh, child safety division being reduced to, in some areas, just one person. Hold on, wait, I was told by, uh, like, legions of weird conservatives that Elon had single-handedly stopped the proliferation of uh, abusive uh, child materials on Twitter, because, well, which which the previous owners uh, were intentionally not doing anything about. Well, this uh, contradicts that. No, actually, this actually supports it because why would the team be necessary oh, yeah. if it didn't exist? He got rid of all of it. It's gone. Elliot, come on. You have to use your conservative brain. But uh, yeah, so this news comes in response to a tweet from Musk late last week where he claimed that removing child exploitation is priority number one. Please reply in comments if you see anything that Twitter needs to address. What? Ah! No! What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, if he's honey trapping, that's kind of brilliant. But Still, uh, exposing potentially millions of users uh, to this is, uh, you would assume, illegal on its own. Yeah, so first of all, absolutely fucking insane that Elon Musk is asking people to tag or send uh, child exploitation content directly to him on his very public-facing account, especially considering that entire teams are dedicated to this elsewhere. It's, it's one of the actual good examples of AI being able to handle something so that humans aren't destroyed mentally by what they're forced to moderate. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are obviously human moderators. And this is just the uh, most inefficient way to tackle yeah. this problem as well. Just look, obviously we hate Facebook and all that shit too, but like, I, I don't even want to say it, but at least Facebook has like moderation teams. Yeah. And they don't treat them well. They don't pay them enough, but like yeah. they're there. Uh, yeah, no, content moderation turns out vital, pretty Probably important one. to uh, keeping a, a platform from turning into a cesspool. Yeah. So despite what we have to assume our uh, noble intentions, mm -hmm. Musk basically asked people to public, publicly submit illegal, reprehensible content to him publicly. As for the teams that are supposed to be dedicated to policing this type of stuff, well, here's Wired. Following widespread layoffs and resignations, just one staff member remains on a key team dedicated to removing child sexual abuse content from the site, according to two people with knowledge of the matter, who both requested to remain anonymous. Based in Twitter's Asian headquarters in Singapore, the team enforces the company's ban on child sex abuse materials, CSAM, in the Asia-Pacific region. Right now, that team has just one full-time employee. The Asia-Pacific region is home to around 4.3 billion people, about 60% of the world's population. The team in Singapore is responsible for some of the platform's busiest markets, including Japan. The impact of layoffs and resignations on Twitter's ability to tackle CSAM is very worrying, says Carolina Cristofoletti, a CSAM researcher at the University of Sao Paulo in Brazil. It's delusional to think that there will be no impact on the platform if people who were working on child safety inside of Twitter can be laid off or allowed to resign, she says. Twitter did not immediately reply to a request for comment because they don't have a PR team. No, they don't. Uh, in addition to that, it should be noted that CSAM is a huge problem across the entire internet, including Twitter, even before Musk took over. But it's a problem that should have the highest priority. And the fact that an entire region falls on the shoulders of a few people and an apparently, uh, on apparently one person's shoulders in a very large region is insane. 
Uh, of course, Elon could learn from these mistakes and attempt to fix them, but that would cause him to admit that he was wrong about what makes up necessary functionality and probably end up costing him far more than if he'd just kept the teams as they were, or you know what, here's an idea, added to them. Considering that their job is vital when it comes to mm, courting advertisers and making money to keep the site operational, and these are advertisers who are clearly hesitant about running ads on the platform, it's gonna bring us fucking problems with the platform. Which brings us to our next update on Twitter. Oh boy. According to a recent report from Media Matters, half of Twitter's top advertisers have stopped using the platform to market their products since Elon Musk took over a few short weeks ago. Uh, here's more from this report. In recent weeks, 50 of the top 100 advertisers have either announced or seemingly stopped advertising on Twitter. These advertisers have accounted for nearly $2 billion in spending on the platform since 2020 and over $750 million in advertising in 2022 alone. In addition to advertisers that have seemingly stopped all advertising on Twitter as of November 21st, there are an additional seven advertisers which appear to be slowing the rate of their advertising on the platform to almost nothing. Since 2020, these seven advertisers have accounted for over $255 million in spending on Twitter and nearly $118 million in advertising in 2022. <laughs> and we talked about this before, but like uh, one of those companies, they're, they're just like, yeah, the tools, the little, the little like backend like tools that we Gone. need to actually monitor our like spending campaigns are not there. So yeah. no, we're not going to fucking advertise. We're not going to send our money into the mystery box and hope that everything works out without being able to get any fucking analytics on this. And as we said like three weeks ago, uh, Twitter Blue will not in any way offset uh, the revenue from this. They actually lose money. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Anyway, this is all fine because obviously, you know, there's multiple amazing revenue streams for this amazing, this amazing company, Twitter... <laughs> Com. Like Twitter Blue, yeah. which is a, you know, a cell phone that you can buy, a, a bumper sticker that says, I love Elon Musk and support everything he says, a, a kick me sign to put on your yeah. so that everything you post, no matter how innocuous or unrelated, you will get people replying to you with various memes, laughing at, at and, the fact and that also, you paid $8 for a checkmark. If you regret it, uh, you've paid for the month, so you have to live with that checkmark while people mock you incessantly for the next month, Okay. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a good self-own that you can buy directly from Elon Musk. I saw another great thread of people, Elon fans, replying, ever since I got the blue check mark, everyone's being really mean to me. <laughs> please, please, Mr. Musk. Elon, can you do something about this? Yeah, but why stop at charging people for self-owns when you can charge them for cell-phones? Cell-phones, get it? I based the entire script around that joke. Anyways, yeah, that's right. An idea that is so stupid that numerous billion-dollar companies have all tried it only to watch their hopes, dreams, and substantial budgets fade into obscurity. Microsoft, the uh, biggest behemoth in software going back almost 40 years now. They uh, tried it. They tried phones, and they failed at it, and they got the hell out. Facebook. Facebook had a phone. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that was early days, like pre... Right around iPhone time, I yeah, think. It was a couple years after iPhone, was, but yeah, it was, uh, yes, Dump Razor. Like, there's every company has tried to break into this. Yeah. Uh, so think about, just think about how many problems Elon has now with a website that, at the very least, was somewhat functional when he took it over. Now throw in the design, development, testing, production, support, security, and customer service that would go into launching a Musk phone. And, and realize... Please finally realize that this guy does not have good ideas. I mean, he tried to deploy a child submarine, for Christ's sake. 
Anyways, with that in mind, here is Gizmodo with Elon's latest hardware idea. On Friday, Musk was at it again, telling people that he may make an alternative phone to face off against Apple and Google. How hard could it be? The tech billionaire's comments were made, naturally, in response to a tweet directed at him by conservative podcaster and former OANN host Liz Wheeler. On Friday afternoon, Wheeler tweeted that Musk should make his own phone if Apple and Google decide to kick Twitter off their app stores. If Apple and Google boot Twitter from their app stores, at Elon Musk should produce his own smartphone. Half the country would happily ditch the biased, snooping iPhone and Android, Wheeler said on Friday. From her iPhone. <laughs> the man builds rockets to Mars. A silly little smartphone should be easy, right? Three hours later, Musk told Wheeler that he would build his own phone if Twitter got banned from Apple and Google's app stores, the official gateways to iPhone and Android devices across the globe. I certainly hope it does not come to that, but yes, if there is no other choice, I will make an alternative phone. Must tweet it. Fucks. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on! If this were to ever happen, which it won't, but if it did, the result would either be a phone that's hyped up for years, but never actually released. Welcome to the Cyberphone. Unbreakable. Smash. Uh, no, no, <laughs> we're we're going to work on that. Yeah. Or it would be another version of like the Freedom Phone, which is literally just... Uh, Phones from Alibaba loaded up with malware, American flag screensaver, a version of Android that doesn't, you can't tell looking at it that's Android, but if you know anything about mobile OS, you know that it's actually Android, but if their customer base isn't going to know how to look for those things, so they think that they're free from the uh, the Google ecosystem, even though they're definitely not. Uh, so I, he, I can see him maybe doing that, but I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the, he would. This is going nowhere. If if he he's were, he's not going to do this. If he were to attempt it, it would literally be on the level of Soldier Boy opening up his own it, uh, like tech warehouse online. This is never going to happen. Uh, there's already been mul multiple of the the types of like tech sites that just worship Elon Musk, just like wish casting the the Elon phone. They're like, yeah, and, and I, it could have this, and it'll yeah, and it'll probably work on Mars because uh, you know That's Elon fucking, and Mars. The, the, it'll uh, Starlink. It's gonna connect all the Starlink satellites. The recurring thing with Elon Musk and his fan base is that all of their dreams will come true. Mm -hmm. It's just that no one has tried for them yet. Yeah. So yeah, please, <sighs> Elon. This is your this is your moment. The best idea you've ever had. Reinvent the cell phone. Do it. We are patiently waiting, and We're I cannot waiting. wait to see oh, that phone. I'm so excited. But while we wait, this seemingly unprompted attack on Apple and Google may have resulted in yet another completely unforced error from Elon, because now he is very visibly on their radar, and in a hilarious display of ineptitude, only just now found out that app stores take a cut of profits from the apps that operate within their ecosystems. That is the impression you get. Like, you, you would think there's no fucking way he, he doesn't He called it know a that. secret! When we sell the app through the app store, the developer gets 70% of the revenues right off the top. We keep 30 to pay for running the app store. There are no credit card fees for the developer. We take care of all that. There are no hosting fees for us hosting the app. We take care of all that. And and it's like you literally deployed Google or uh, Twitter Blue like weeks ago. Did you when he did his like napkin math on how Twitter Blue would get him out of the financial hole, did he not factor in the 30% cut that he would have to provide to Apple and Google from every Twitter Blue membership? Is this, is this the first he's hearing about it? That would be a bad businessman. Where was his remaining employees all too scared to like raise their hand and mention yes. that? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. 
But yeah, again, this is a man who is said to be a genius when it comes to business. A man who literally worked in the tech sector for decades before buying Twitter. A man who has to have been aware of the massive legal battle between two of the biggest tech companies on earth that took place very publicly across multiple years, very recently. Apple versus Epic. Yeah, Remember it was, that? Uh, yeah, it was kind of everywhere, it especially was in the thing. tech space. How do I know more about technology than Elon Musk? I Anyways, Elon seemingly just found out that Apple and Google get a cut of purchases, and he is he's pretty upset about it. You guys heard about this thing? Yeah, just finding out about it. Also, uh, we should make airplanes out of the thing they make the black box with. Yeah. So yeah, this has, of course, turned into yet another meltdown. It's also funny, just yeah, following, like, following this all day at home, it starts off with being like, hey, anybody tell you guys about this super top secret thing where uh, Apple takes a cut, and then within eight hours, he has progressed to like, this is a battle over like the, the future the tyranny of the America. future of free speech in America and uh, whether we the future is tyranny or freedom. Yeah, it started it's off like, like innocuous and then it was like, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, well, that uh, Apple, which Apple is, by the way, one of the biggest uh, revenue drivers for advertising. Yeah. Apple's also pulling back their advertising on Twitter. Not even completely, though. He's just like, Apple is doing less ads. It's like, oh, they must hate free speech. And it's like, no, they're literally... They're making a business decision. Yes. <laughs> this is the world that you uh, are, yeah. are fucking preaching. It's not... You, you don't take it so personally, Elon. You just run a kind of shitty platform right now, and they're allocating their ad dollars in a, you know, different way right now. It's not... No reason to declare war on Apple, but if you're going to, I mean, hell, let them fight. Yeah, I, look, this is fun. another thing where it's like, happy to be on the sidelines watching this go down. It's just all the people on Elon's side of this are uh, conservatives who don't know how to actually boycott anything. They're all tweeting from their phones, and they have no intention of doing anything about that. Well, so, on this specific and topic... Apple knows that. On this specific topic, there are uh, a very broad support... Uh, for this. Sure. Yeah. But the people that are very angry about it right in the past two days. Yeah. 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 Anyways, that's your mostly up-to-date Twitter news, though it is impossible to accurately cover all of this in a timely manner because the, the owner of the company won't stop tweeting. He just won't. And his tweets are uh, very clearly becoming increasingly more hostile with mentions of war and battles. It's... Um, it's giving uh, January 6th uh, lead-up vibes. He, he is in, uh, you know, pretty noticeable sanity decline, I would say, over the last just, like, month. It, this is not good. You should take a break. A lot fewer crying, laughing emojis in the last couple days. That's a bad yeah, sign. That means actual crying in real life. That's the, the crying emojis are the canary in the coal mine. Yes. When you stop seeing Elon crying, laughing every, worry. like, five minutes, uh-oh. Get a wellness Something check bad's on happening, Musk. yeah. Um, he's also, uh, apparently, he's not sleeping in the office anymore because of a, a very specific picture. Because, I mean, we've we have we've hit on some funny Elon stuff, some funny Twitter stuff. We've also covered some, of course, not-so-funny thing, uh, things that Elon's been involved with. Oh, so we should take a second to fo focus on the cringe. Oh. Uh, because Elon willingly posted the most divorced dad energy thing that we have seen since Kirk Van Houten recorded Can I Borrow a Feeling? And that is a photo of his bedside table, which includes multiple guns and empty cans of Coca-Cola. Well, speaking of Kirk Van Houten, it's also like his race car yeah. bed. <laughs> I sleep in a race car bed. I sleep at home in a big bed with, with my, my wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> so the image is sad enough on its own. I mean, one gun is clearly a non-functioning collector's It's a toy. Item. It's a toy gun. Yeah. The, and the other looks like a cosplay sci-fi dork also pistol. Also a toy. 
But somehow it gets worse because I simply cannot respect a man who drinks caffeine-free Diet Coke. There is literally no point in consuming it other than an actual addiction. Well, you are you are drinking a zero calorie chemical concoction and you're not even getting caffeine out of it. Well, Ricky, if you're already hypothetically possibly on some stimulants that are much stronger than and you the need ones to get the in taste? cola, but you still want to feel mm. like you're back in college and only staying awake off caffeine, I get it. Uh, it, it is interesting that it's caffeine free because that that would indicate to me with some certainty that Something, he doesn't need it. Something else is keeping this man awake. But I'm just trying to like bring it down to just a, a base level here and say that there is no point in drinking caffeine-free Diet Coke. Yeah. It's, it is it's brown very weird. chemicals. Even the can looks like a shittier Yeah, it can. looks it, it looks like it's from the 80s or something. I, it, I did see a great headline. Uh, it, was, it was Fox News. It was like, Elon Musk reveals he sleeps with two guns next to his bed. No other content. And it's, yeah, like they're they're both toys. They're replicas. Yeah, my favorite post was the one uh, the <laughs> Elon on the way to go buy some Diet Coke, and it's the center console is just packed with like fifty guns. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, regardless, it is a pointless beverage, and it's a pointless <laughs> post, willingly shared with millions. And and he probably thought that he was like, this makes me look really cool. The gun is a Deus X gun. I think he posted that because. Uh, he wanted to reassure everyone that he is in fact a gamer because by not knowing about Apple versus Epic, he kind of outed himself as not a, not a real gamer. Mm -hmm. Fake gamer confirmed. But uh, yeah, it's just, a, it was a dumb post. Uh, it, he's trying to make himself look cool. It seems desperate and cringy. Also, didn't this dude say he slept under a desk at the office? I don't know. I, I didn't believe that when he said it and I certainly don't believe it now. Uh, also, you know who leaves a bunch of empty trash everywhere? Depressed people and Jordan Peterson, who might also be depressed. Clean your room, Elon. Clean your room. Get your shit together. Anyway, like we said, we do have more news for you today. If you can believe it. But we, we got to be honest. For a time of year that is typically boring, this Twitter fiasco has sure kept us busy. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're not the only place you can find news that you care about because today's episode is sponsored by Smart News. There's no shortage of information available at your fingertips these days. It can be overwhelming and discouraging trying to keep up, but staying informed does not have to be a challenge. Smart News is here to streamline the way that you consume media and get you straight to the stories that matter most through delivering critical and breaking news curated just for you. Smart News aggregates local and global stories from trusted publishers so you can stay informed on what matters most to you from local weather to trending TV shows all in one app. Say goodbye to information overload and hello to saving time and getting straight to the news you care about. Easily personalize your feed by following top publishers, adjusting notifications, and getting alerts in your area all in one app. Smart News has big stories from top publications to keep you in the know on everything from breaking global and national news to real-time local alerts and personalized feeds for sports fans. Download Smart News for free today in the App Store to get the news that matters most. That is S-M-A-R-T-N-E-W-S. Search for it on the Apple App Store or, or for your iPhone or iPad or Google Play Store for Android users. Oh, speaking of sports, this is the one thing I'll give Elon credit for. He has He's brought Twitter back to like circa 2012 when all you had to do was type World Cup stream into the search bar. And I watched like entire games over the weekend without leaving uh, Twitter.com. It was pretty cool. Aren't those uh, available on like over-the-air antenna? No, the, this, this time around it's on uh, Fox Soccer, which I do not have. I think tomorrow might be the first game I watch because it's the one where the USA has to go home if they lose. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, they like they apparently do still have someone on staff 
regularly, but it was like back in the day, you'd find a stream, it would be gone in like two minutes. Yeah. I was on some of these streams for like 15 minutes before you know, they disappeared. You know the real test? The real test for this is going to be the next time Jake or Logan Paul fights. Because that's their whole like gimmick, isn't it? It's yeah. just the company suing everyone and for... Then, yeah, then you'll get sued by uh, that guy. Dude, Logan Paul versus Elon Musk in a courtroom? Definitely anticipated. I am so excited for it. I want to see Logan Paul versus Elon Musk in the ring. In the ring. Perfect. Because, you know... Yeah, you can bring your little Deus Ex gun with you. Uh, you know, say what you will about Logan Paul. He knows how to he knows how to throw a punch. Yes, and he is in top physical But, form. you know, as good as Logan Paul is, Elon Musk is the world's smartest... And therefore strongest man. Therefore strongest man. So yeah. um, Elon should be able to beat Logan Paul in a And if Logan Paul won, it would clearly be cheating because so, or Elon uh, was let's, holding let's make that happen. Elon, Logan Paul versus Elon Musk. Let's go. Yeah. But it's funny because like we're going to go through the same like kind of workarounds with this that we've already gone through on every other website where like within like two months, someone's going to be streaming like, you know, or like three months or whatever, the Super Bowl, but they're going to be holding a controller like they're playing Madden to get around it. Yeah. It'd be fun to watch. Anyway, back into the news now yeah. with, you know, the holidays fast approaching. You might find yourself traveling to or living in the United States of America. And thanks to the Australian government's recently updated travel precautions portal, we can see all of the important things to remember when visiting or existing in this land that we call home. Yep. There are a few bullet points in the guide that are pretty universal, so uh, we're going to leave those out and focus more on the U.S.-centric stuff. Yeah, because everyone's going to, you know, pickpockets are everywhere. Yeah, sure. So. Here are a few standouts from their report re regarding a visit to this lovely land of ours. Avoid areas where demonstrations and protests are occurring due to the potential for unrest and violence. Violent crime is more common than in Australia. Gun crime is also prevalent. If you live in the U.S., learn active shooter drills. <laughs> There is a heightened risk of terrorist attacks in the U.S. Be alert, particularly in public places and at events. Extreme weather and natural hazards include earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, tsunamis, landslides, avalanches, hurricanes, tornadoes, blizzards, wildfires, and floods. Monitor weather conditions and follow any mandatory evacuation orders. I love that because it's 100% true, but like the idea of all of those being in like one, one area <laughs> is hilarious. Like, and, and like this is a thing, you talk to people from other countries who haven't been to the U.S., like, a lot of them don't fully, like, grasp how large the country is. Yeah. So, like, you, you read something like that, like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, we're fucking awesome for living here. Yeah. We're literally escaping death every second of every day. Every possible natural disaster. You can't fuck with Americans. Like, well, what are we scared of? And, like, yeah, volcanoes, what? Uh, there's a volcano blowing up in Hawaii right now. And the pictures, because it started blowing up in the middle of the night, the pictures Insane. are so fucking cool. And It's yeah, a the, mountain shooting fire out of the top uh, of it. The reports from people waking up and, like, opening their windows and being like, the sky was red. <laughs> yeah. Like, insane. But, it, yes, it is very funny to, to for people to, outside the U.S. to picture this as, like, just the most chaotic thing ever. Yeah. Like, Oh man, don't you know? Visit uh, you know, in London. You got to be careful because people you might get stabbed. Someone might try to rob you, and it's like, bitch, I live in America. Shut the fuck up. We I'm got, not scared of walking around here. Every bad thing that can happen can happen. Oh, what am I gonna do? Get stabbed? Uh, it continues. Medical costs in the U.S. are extremely high. Correct. You may need to pay up front. 
Ensure you have comprehensive travel insurance. Check local drug laws, including those related to the possession and use of marijuana. These vary between states. Penalties are severe and can include mandatory minimum sentences. Some prescription and over-the-counter medications readily available in Australia are illegal in the U.S. There's no federal law that explicitly protects LGBTI plus people from discrimination. Some U.S. states and localities have laws that may affect LGBTI plus travelers. And yeah, all good points, because you're like, marijuana in like a third of the, of the states, fine, whatever. whatever, who cares? But in another third of the states, you are going to jail, you buddy. You'll never see <laughs> Australia again. Yeah, you are banned from ever coming back. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Always a bit of fun to get an outsider's perspective on on where we live. Yeah, because when you're in it, it's, it's kind of hard to see, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, especially coming from Australia, where the, the general perception is that you're going to be killed by any number of venomous animals immediately pun leaving your hotel room. Yeah, so that's what we believe about you, and you believe whatever you want about us. I mean, I still believe that's true, but I believe cities like Sydney, they're like they're like the city in Attack on Titan. They've got like several ringed walls to keep all of the, yeah. the venomous, dangerous animals outside. Yes. So when you're in like Sydney or wherever, you're like, oh yeah, you could be anywhere in the world, but you leave those walls, a kangaroo just immediately runs up, punches you in the face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you accidentally, you touch that plant that uh, burns for a year, uh, and then uh, you're 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 painfully. And then slip. the world, the world's smallest octopus, like yep. attaches itself to your face, and you die instantly. Mm -hmm. And then a drop bear, yeah, lands on your cor corpse and desecrates it. Yeah, it's a good thing you're dying because if you didn't, you'd have chlamydia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, of course, it is hard for us to refute any of that. However, before Monday of this week, we could have maybe squeaked by without the whole uh, potential erupting volcanoes part of it. I mean, we haven't had a good old-fashioned volcano eruption in, well, uh, either of our lifetimes, actually. Well, there was the big one. I think it was like... An right... Eruption. Huh? The last eruption was before I was born. By a couple months. Yeah, it was the... What, what, that it was, was like... Mauna Loa. St. Helens was 1980. That's way, oh, that's way okay. before me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. couldn't remember. I just remember my parents were like, yeah, St. Helens was crazy. Like, there was ash raining Covering, from the sky yeah. for like a year. Just like every morning your car would be covered in fucking ash. Yeah, so uh, this is big news. This is yeah. this is uh, very big. Um, that, that wonderful streak of no volcanic eruptions in America, uh, it ended this week when Mauna Loa, on the big island of Hawaii, officially started erupting for the first time in nearly 40 years. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Uh, here's the Associated Press. Waves of orange glowing lava and smoky ash belched and sputtered Monday from the world's largest active volcano in its first eruption in 38 years. And officials told people living on Hawaii's big island to be ready in the event of a worst-case scenario. Oh, that's not fun. The eruption of Mauna Loa wasn't immediately endangering towns, but the U.S. Geological Survey warned the roughly 200,000 people on the Big Island that an eruption can be very dynamic, and the location and advance of lava flows can change rapidly. The eruption began late Sunday night following a series of fairly large earthquakes, said Ked Hahn, scientist in charge at the Hawaiian Volcano Observatory. I didn't know it was the biggest volcano in the world. That's crazy. I, I mean, yeah, it's fucking, it, it's literally the island. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing is... I, I'm not completely up to speed on it, but I, there was lava flow pretty significantly coming out of this thing as recently as a couple of years ago. I mean, I remember the pictures of like neighborhoods with just lava flowing down yeah, the street. Like, oh, well, what are you gonna so it's another one of those things like Florida where it's like, well, well, well what did you expect? Like the earth's going to do what the earth's going to do. Uh, actually, we're helping it do that faster. Yeah. So just open it up the valve. Yeah. Um, 
Hopefully, uh, people remain unaffected by this, but it's hard to say that when uh, the ash will choke the sky and the lava flows could change at any second. And also, it could uh, there could be further eruptions. On the other side of things, Hawaii could get a little bit bigger. Yeah, just a little bit. More beachfront property. This is how we got Hawaii in the first place. Exactly. How can you say you hate volcanic eruptions? You just got to wait it out. You say you hate volcanic eruptions, and yet you love the island chain of Hawaii. Curious. Curious. <laughs> uh, this is also funny because it's kind of the opposite of Ben Shapiro's if you don't like the water, just move. Yeah. Because I would love to see an ultra-rich person who no longer lives uh, on on the beach because the beach has moved you know, uh, 200 feet this direction. Yeah, I sought higher ground, and what did that get me? Even higher. I hate it here. <laughs> I'm going back to the mainland. Hey, right, let's shift now to something that doesn't directly affect our ability to survive, but is also bad news for the Disney company because their latest animated feature film has flopped on a scale that might be record-breaking. If for some reason you had absolutely no idea what Disney's Strange World was about, and I certainly did not. Yeah. Or even that it was a movie slated for release this Thanksgiving. Well, um, apparently you are not alone. <laughs> yeah, as the resident and constantly embarrassed Disney fan, um, I do have to point out that even I was not aware that this movie existed until last week when it was I saw, on ads. I saw posters for it at like bus stops, and I thought I was like, oh, is that a new ride? It also, <laughs> it really looked like the the posters that are put out by like the local government to like get you to go get your shot yeah. or, or whatever. Uh, it, it, it was completely benign, a benign uh, poster that doesn't this? excite anyone. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know about it till last week, and that was only because they started playing commercials for it on mm. like football games and stuff. But having seen numerous ads for it over the past week, I still can't tell you a damn thing about this movie. It just looks like Disney saw the success of the video game Outer Worlds and was like, look, just make a movie that looks like that. I don't even know if that's anywhere close to the actual plot. Regardless, um, it wasn't just us. It wasn't just you. Relatively no one saw this film, despite it coming out at a time where there still isn't that much to see in theaters, and it came out over the course of essentially a four or five day holiday weekend. Yeah. Uh, here's Variety with more on what may end up being Disney's biggest flop. The animated feature debuted dramatically behind expectations with $11.9 million from 4,174 North American theaters over the weekend and $18.6 million over the five-day holiday frame. Before projections were revised downward, the movie was expected to earn $30 million to $40 million between Wednesday and Sunday. That's after they adjusted it down. And even those figures would have been unspectacular to start. Inaugural ticket sales for Strange World now register as one of Disney's worst opening weekends in modern times, arriving ever so slightly ahead of its pandemic-era release, West Side Story, $10.5 million. Unless its business rebounds dramatically in the next few weeks, and that seems unlikely given the film's moderate reviews, lackluster audience reception, and minimal buzz, sources estimate that Strange World will lose at least $100 million in its theatrical run. Even with proper attention on Disney Plus and home entertainment platforms, box office experts suggest it'll be difficult to get the big budget film into the black. Since Strange World cost $180 million to produce and tens of millions more in global marketing and distribution fees, the film needs to gross roughly $360 million to break even, sources say. Well, it's got 18. Ooh, well. Uh, and, and since there's a clear runway for the foreseeable future with no other competition, Ah, oh, fuck. Avatar? Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, what's the other water movie? Waterman? What's the other water movie? Wakanda? Water, Waterconda? There's so many water movies. Yeah. And, and what, now you're going to go see Strange World just because it there's not it's not takes place on water? 
now you have an option. You know what I what I say is, uh, uh, if I wanted to see a strange world, I'd just look out the window. Yeah, have you seen what Australia thinks about us? Yeah. The only strange world I need is the United States of America. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, it, 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 don't worry though, Disney fans. It's okay because the right Bob is back or something. Yeah. I like how too they were like, so you're going to hire anyone? No, absolutely not. We are continuing that lovely freeze. It's extremely weird how, uh, how much normal people care about which Bob is in charge of Disney. They, uh, they love it's it. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. But moving over to that wonderful end-of-the-year content that everyone loves so much, where we get to look back on the past year and say to ourselves, how the fuck did we survive that? Yeah, that was a that was a long time. We will, of course, be doing an episode or two over the holiday break where we cover the things that we loved and hated about this year. But in the meantime, other publications have started compiling their data from the year and highlighting what stuck out. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary has made a decision on their 2022 word of the year. This is a tough one. A lot of new exciting terms bubbling up and taking the world by storm. Yeah. So what is this year's word of the year? Well, it's certainly not gaslighting, you moron. You idiot. Gaslighting is absolutely not Merriam-Webster's word of the year, despite it somehow appearing on their website and in numerous articles who claim it as this year's word. Yeah, it's strange that all, everyone's talking but about But that's this. weird that so you would dumb. think that. Uh, maybe you're crazy. Yeah, I you think might you're, be... I think you're going fucking crazy. Yeah, you're nuts. You should see a doctor. <laughs> Uh, here's their official post filled with lies. In this age of misinformation, of fake news, conspiracy theories, Twitter trolls, and deep fakes, gaslighting has emerged as a word for our time. A driver of disorientation and mistrust, gaslighting is the act or practice of grossly misleading someone, especially for one's own advantage. 2022 saw a 1,740% increase in lookups for gaslighting with high interest throughout the year. The idea of a deliberate conspiracy to mislead has made gaslighting useful in describing lies that are part of a larger plan. Unlike lying, which tends to be between individuals, and fraud, which tends to involve organizations, gaslighting applies in both personal and political contexts. In recent years, with the vast increase in channels and technologies used to mislead, gaslighting has become the favored word for the perception of deception. This is why, trust us, it has earned its place as our word of the year. I'm not even sure they defined it properly there, yeah, which, is, which is a symptom of the fact that gaslighting is uh, overused by quite a lot. Gaslighting is, a, it's, in re it's funny, it's in reference to a movie that came out about 90 years ago. It's really weird that the movie Gaslight uh, took that long to like reach its cultural like zenith to the point where people don't even remember the movie that it came from. But mm -hmm. it, it's about a husband trying to drive his wife insane by like leaving the lights on in the attic and she's like, oh, I saw the lights on in the attic. And he's like, uh, what do you mean? The lights aren't on. It's, you're, you're trying to not only lie to the person. You're driving them insane. But you make them, like, doubt their own sanity. Yes. they. Their it's own, a very like, light touch approach they've taken on it. Uh, yeah. But that's also because any kind of, uh, like, bite that was... Uh, attached to the word has been removed by the overuse of it and the fact that it is literally just a replacement for the word lie now. Yeah. Um, also, which is surprising because I feel like uh, 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 gaslighting, it's not used as much as uh, the one that I frequently see on uh, trash TV, which is uh, not gaslighting, not lying, but my truth. This is my truth. Yes. Yeah. Which is not the truth. It's just their truth. It's my truth. It's the way truth. that I see things, which is clearly wrong. And yeah. skewed. But anyways, uh, there you go. There's your word of the year. Or is it? No. Anyways, now that we're done gaslighting you, let's head to the battlefield for the annual war on Christmas. Oh, Where's yeah, the hat? Yeah, you don't have it? It's in my car. Jeez. Oh, I accidentally wore it. You, you need to wear it out in public. Uh, I accidentally did last time we used it. Did you get was... a military discount? No, but I... 
This was so embarrassing. I was fucking mortified. I went to Costco right after we filmed, and I still had the hat on. Mm -hmm. And I'm just shopping, minding my own business. And there's this, like, old fucking, this old dude keeps, like, mean mugging me. He's wearing, like, a Marine Vietnam shirt hat. <laughs> and I'm like, why does this good dude keep, like, looking at me like he wants to fucking kill me? And then I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Hide it in my cart. That man was, uh, I would say, like, I, I understood. Probably, like, the Korean like, War or something. Yeah, I think it was Vietnam, but like, yeah, no, I, I don't fucking like. I'm not gonna worship veterans, but I did, I did feel bad about. Of course, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that was not cool. The only funny scenario <laughs> is getting a discount for your service at the coffee shop or something. I mean, I, I should get a discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The meme wars. Yeah, but yeah, I did not. If if you're watching this, uh, 75 year old Vietnam yeah. Marine veteran who uh, was mad at me at Costco, I'm sorry. I didn't this mean is to do it. Almost exactly like the scenario <laughs> that Shibby put himself in with that Make Gaming Great Again oh, where he was like he, like, he said that he went to a store and everyone was looking at him. I'm like, like well, yeah, what are you saying? Shibby, from more than like 20 feet away, it just, Five looks, feet it away. just looks like you're wearing a MAGA hat. Literally, at, at any glance, you could be staring directly into yeah. it and, and the, the association is that you are a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. But it said something different. Anyways, uh, yes. Back to the battlefield. <laughs> We have two updates for you regarding this year's War on Christmas. And first up is the rollout of the Gavel Goat. How do you say it correctly? Gavel? gavel? Gevle Goat. Gevle Goat, or the Gevle Walken of Sweden. How many uh, the, times we got to teach you this lesson, old goat? <laughs> the gigantic goat, of course made of straw, has been set ablaze multiple times over the years. And it has now made its way back into the center of town, as is tradition, where it begs for sweet release. Come on, do it. As you're probably aware, there were a few years there where the Gavlo goat did not burn. But that all changed last year when it was set on fire once again, days before the Christmas holiday. At least wait till after Christmas. Come, Come on. on. Come on. Will the gavel walk and burn this year, or will it be spared? We'll have to wait and see. And we will, of course, I'll keep you updated in case something catastrophic or catastrophic happens to that poor goat. Yeah, hopefully it happens sooner, because last time I think we missed it. We had to report on it, like, January. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Just assume that it's going to catch on fire yeah. because I don't really want to work over Christmas. Yeah, when we go away for like two weeks or whatever, I do, uh, I instead of disconnect. visiting our channel, go just go to the live camera feed of Gavelblock and when you need a content fix. Yeah, that's our, that's our chat room. Anyway, on the other side of the war on Christmas, we regret to inform you that drunk Canadians are trying to fight Santa Claus again. <sighs> Here's CTV News with more. A Victoria police officer was injured while trying to arrest a man at the Santa Claus Parade Saturday, according to the department. Authorities say officers were marching in the Peninsula Co-op Santa Claus Parade and handing out candy canes when they were alerted to a disturbance. A parade spectator approached members of the Vic PD contingent to report that a man had assaulted a member of the crowd and was walking through the crowd trying to instigate additional fights, a statement from the department said. Officers approached the man and escorted him away from the parade route in an effort to effect a safe arrest in a safe location away from bystanders and children in the area. When officers moved to arrest the man, he began to fight with them. The man was ultimately taken into custody, but an officer was injured in the course of the arrest, police said. Hey, happy holiday. What a great way to kick things off. Um, I am very excited for the, uh, I don't know what day it is, the annual... Uh, SantaCon? SantaCon in New York, where, like, uh, again, that is a thing where I would love... In a perfect world, I would love to get like a, a room that just faces the entire strip of bars. Yeah, I don't want to be sit on there. ground level for yeah, that. Yeah, sit there and news. just watch the debauchery. Yeah, it's fucking. It's it's all like 
it's all like 23 year olds who wake up at 5 a.m. and are already like shit faced, just being literally like large crowds of people that are entirely blackout drunk. It's uh, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, just meandering through the streets. Yeah, uh, it's uh, all dressed like Santa. Definitely something to behold. All have put themselves in the naughty list. Anyway, happy yeah. holidays, everyone. Yeah, that's all for today's show. Things kept happening as we were putting this thing together and filming it, so going to be a lot to talk about in the next episode. But in the meantime, please check out our most recent episodes right over there. Weekly yeah. Weird News. Uh, I want to thank you. You guys have been doing such a great done. job with yeah. the, the likes and the comments. Keep them coming. We're about to hit uh, a new subscriber goal. All very cool. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, thank you for interacting with the videos. And we'll be back for more. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.